Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to Wellness with Liz Earle. And today we are rocking it with a real-life rock chick who has gone from 90s music scene Britpop icon when she worked as a super high-profile music industry PR, events planner and designer, not to mention wife of one half of Oasis, to a very wonderful 50-something woman now setting the menopause world on fire. I'm so thrilled to be joined in my studio today by Meg Matthews. Welcome. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Well, you know, your journey is extraordinary. How did you go from music to menopause? How did that happen? Um, yeah, this is a question that even I want to answer here. Because um, how old were you in that whole Britpop scene? Britpop, you, were, you were a young thing. I was you? young, yeah. So it was it was nineties. I was eighties. So I started in the music industry when I was in eighties, managing Betty Boo, wow. getting Ice T, um, his first ever top twenty UK hit. Worked for Def Jam. Worked for the Fugees. I mean, you know, so I was really in in the forefront of uh, music. And we used to see you hanging out with Kate Moore. And, yeah, and, and I, with you all know, the bands. It was I mean, all, you were right there, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, it was... Um, <coughs> I even got told that the Spice Girls were, like, sort of... Um, sort of modelled on me and my girlfriends at one point. I could imagine that. You know, so I have got this tree pollen cough, so I'm going to tell you that I'm going to cough all the way through. <laughs> don't worry, if we need to stop, we <coughs> It's will. not a smoker's cough, I don't smoke. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so it was, you know, when I think back to it, it was like, that was a really important part of me, all the music and um, everything that was going on. But then when this, um, the menopause happened to me... Um, and how old were you at that point? I was about 48. So pretty standard age. It's pretty standard age. But now when I look back at it, a lot of my... Um, my drinking and my self-medicating in my... 30s after I had Aeneas I really think I was perimenopausal because mm. the feelings that I was getting in 48 and everything was exactly what I was feeling then but I was so sort of freaked out by it I just thought oh let's go out or just open another bottle of champagne or you know it's just partying or whatever so the the very lows and the anxiety and the you know the not sleeping and and night sweats I can remember right back in really in so what like 30s, late 30s. 30s yeah probably about so I had an ass when I was 35 so probably about 37 I can remember them not you know not all the time but I remember having these weeks but I just thought it was my lifestyle yeah. but now when I look back I can really remember them that they were very very similar to what I was getting at around age 47 and who would have thought you know I'm, I remember being in my 30s and I do it was a long time ago but yes. I, do, I do remember back to it 
And if you have trouble sleeping or low anxiety, you know, borderline depression, you're not going to think, are you? Oh, it must be the menopause or it must be perimenopause. I mean, it's just not something... No. Even in your 50s, you don't really connect things like anxiety and low mood necessarily. No, not at all. So mine was my lifestyle because as it's been documented, mm. I did, you know, uh, had a very rock and roll lifestyle. You know, so drink and drugs. loved it, drink and drugs, you know. And when did you give late that nights. up? I gave up that probably uh mid 40s mm-hmm. was it easy yeah yeah very easy really how did you do it I just just stopped went to say, aa yeah really? i did go to aa went yeah. to meetings decided that you know it wasn't for me um and um you have to sort of change your whole life what happens at age you just literally rock up and say i'm meg matthews i'm meg I'm matthews alcoholic. and i'm an alcoholic that literally what happens that's what happens simple as that yeah and it it you know saved it just sort of i'd say it saved my life so yeah yeah, and, and do I, you still go? Do you still go? And to I still meetings? go to meetings. Yeah, you always, you always go to meetings. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just part of life. Yeah, and drink you know, tea. You know, and then that's it, and and drink tea, and just do everything else. You just learn to do everything without without having an alcoholic yeah. drink. But what I'm finding now is. Um, with so all that was, the mid forties, mid 40s. but I'm I'm now finding that without the alcohol, a lot of the women that I speak to and that and that get in touch with me, you know, because they're feeling so rubbish mm. in the evenings that they are having that extra glass of wine, and before they know yeah. it, and I think white wine in women is a killer, and I just think that extra sugar, and they're waking up with hangovers, they're waking up feeling down, they're mm. dehydrated, their kidneys, their livers, everything is working, having to work so hard you you know your sleep pattern is hard enough anyway so mm. you know with that with all with with your liver and everything having to work overtime it sure. always wakes you up so you know i'm just feel a bit blessed in a way that thank god i don't drink because if i did i think you know it'd mm. be I, I think my symptoms would be a lot worse so using wine as a crutch as a crutch which i which a lot of women symptoms. i know yeah. that are feeling not so good so they they are drinking a lot more and I'm, yeah. you know, I have, I have noticed that with when when women have written into me, they're just saying, you know, I'm, you know, just having that extra glass and whatever. So it's not two now; it's three. Yeah. So if you were in your mid forties, you stopped drinking. Yeah. Did that make you then focus on your health and your well-being generally? Because a lot of people find other things to become addicted to. So they might become addicted to exercise. I also. never became addicted to exercise. <laughs> but you are looking super fit. I have um, to say, you are. We'll we'll put pictures on our podcast yeah. notes. You are no, super trim. I yeah no I. Did didn't I'm not one of these people I'm not a gym lover I go to the gym um because I have the star of osteopenia I so, so what I, is that osteoporosis mm-hmm. so I have the start of it which means that um I have to do weight bearing exercises so I don't do lots of swimming or yoga I basically do old-fashioned Arnie Schwarzenegger in the gym <laughs> lifting, lifting weights weight. lifting weights mm-hmm. lots of squats um you know very sort of slow lunges so I go to that because my mum died of osteoporosis her spine completely crumbled yeah so So people don't realize that osteoporosis is a killer yeah it's a killer I mean she died at the age of 72 not many a few years ago and um basically her her spine crumbled away um her ankle crumbled away and um she just became um bedridden um because there was just no way that that it was going to heal mm. so she became bedridden and then from that um it's like you're in a hospice and and um you know it's it's what you you hear about all the time then then once that happens then 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 pneumonia kicked in and then she sure. had rheumatoid arthritis so it's that same thing you hear it's all 
always pneumonia, isn't it? For some untold reason. And because um, they, she was quite old, she didn't drink so much, so she got kidney and urinary um, yes. infections. And it was just one of those things. It was just one after the other. Yeah. Once that she was like... Triggered into, by, by the... By, the, by osteoporosis. By osteoporosis. So for me, I'm very... Mm. You know, I, I lied to get my to get my bone scan. I mean, <laughs> I said I drank um, I, two bottles of wine a day. I said I smoked cigarettes. I eat fish and chips every day. I mean, I just lied to get this right. scan. Um, just because I was like, oh my God, I'm a bit worried. And I did go and I uh, have uh, got... At what age? I did that uh, at 50. Did you? Mm. And they would not have probably checked me on the NHS till I was probably about 67. Which is too late, really. Too late. So too now I'm, yeah, I take lots of bone supplements. I what mean, do you take? Um, it's a whole mixture of bone supplements. It's just, um, it comes in... Calcium and... Yeah, but not so much because if, um, I don't want to put the NHS down or if anyone is taking this, please don't go and, and stop taking it. But they, they just gave me a huge dose of calcium tablets, which... Mm. Well, because I'm such a, I'm always reading about things and I'm very in on supplements and I don't really agree in taking that many supplements. Um, and I think everything should be done through sort of foods and I can understand sure. lots of people don't have time to to do this. But, you know, there's also, um, it's a double-edged sword. You take all this calcium and then it can fur up your arteries because the amount of calcium that they were wanting me to take. Right. So, so I take vitamin to do D, D, and, I and, do D, and, it and it's... Chytochondrin? There's all sorts. I mean, basically... Um, I can't Glucosamine. remember. I found. I'm gonna. I will. Re, I will call it. We will find out. Day. Okay. And I will then tell you what's it, so what it is. We'll put it's it in the, the best one yep. that I have found. It's called a bone supplement, mm -hmm. and it's actually I've worked out everything that it has in it is absolutely perfect. Mm. As well as if you have a clean, really good mm. diet, so you're not actually just just taking because calcium. You know, it's all made up of minerals. It's made of yeah. everything. It's not just. But everything has to be balanced, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, that's the problem with supplements. If you start taking one element, it can yeah. put everything out. Thing out. out. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I say don't just go and take loads of supplements. Yeah. Try Interesting you talk about your daughter. And I, how old is she now? 18. So do you look at her and, and talk to her about building bones? Because for young women, it's so important, isn't it, that we get their bones strong? Yeah, but my daughter is... Forget your nut milks, Meg. Forget mum. Forget your coconut milk. Your this milk. She's definitely. I mean, is she? She's, she's a, a vegetarian. Full, full fat she's dairy full girl, fat dairy she? milk. Yeah. But you, th you see, I think personally, and she drinks that's eats good. butter. She drinks I think that's milk. Great. She eats cheese. She has no fatty yeah. diet. She eats like an eighteen-year-old. Okay. We eat completely different. She doesn't eat any of this. So green you're the kale one salad. who's saying, "Pass me the nut milk." And yeah, she's, no, no. And she's she the says no. Everything. It's like she's got like Dalesford milk and Dalesford butter and Dalesford. You know, she's just full on everything so organic. She'll go organic. She yeah. will be completely mm -hmm. organic, and she believes. She said that everything in. She believes that none of this. Um, you would never touch a margarine or anything. She no. eats butter. She believes in cheese and, and milk. And, yeah. you know, my dad is really healthy and he's always eating it. And she always says, look, granddad has always eaten stuff from the farm because they've always lived in Norfolk, you know, yes. where you buy your vegetables from someone's house and you just put your 20p in their, in their cat tin can and no, Love you it. know, or you take your eggs and everyone just trusts yeah. you to pay. So they've always eaten like that. And my yeah. dad eats, you know, fresh, goes to the bakery, will eat fresh bread, buy bread every day, eats bread. 
bread. So yeah. she but she just eats like that. And well, I, um, I normally have my eggs here in the studio because oh, I'm a farmer down in the West Country. So I have organic maran chickens, and I actually bring up stashes of eggs for everybody really up for me. here. No. <laughs> I'll send you some. I'll send you some. Yeah. So Nace is definitely yeah. She's not into but that, fat. That, that is good though because there was there is a worrying rise in young women who are shunning dairy products yeah. and not building enough calcium because they're not replacing them. Of course, you can get calcium from other things, but it's not as easily available. Not as easy. No, I know. I mean, I do know that, but there's no way she's ever going to have coconut milk on. You know, she's like that. She was making porridge last night, you know, and she was making to marmite on toast and and porridge. I mean, that's her staple diet. Yeah. You know, she loves that. And I, you know, because I get asked this a lot, like, well, you know, make do, you know, do you make an ass? Is an ass got an eating disorder or problem? Do you make her eat? I said, there's no way this girl is going to eat a kale salad. There's no way really? she's going to eat what I eat. You know what I mean? She yeah. she eats. She's going to uni next year. She's going to mm. live like a student and mm. she you know if she orders a pizza she orders a pizza in I, you know that's yeah. the way she is and what about your diet so has that changed so did it change either with giving up the alcohol or with symptoms of the menopause have you adjusted anything mm, no mine changed I was a vegetarian from the age of nine why was that because I was brought up in South Africa mm-hmm. and uh, vegetarian was really because that was in the 70s it was very 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 advanced compared to being in England I mean you know we had soya beans out there and my mum would make me a, a soybean um, cheese bake you know but when I first came back to boarding school in, in Oxford in like the early 80s I was like you know talking about all this soybeans and I'd eat avocados like they were going out of fashion and things called these things like granadilla which I didn't know was passion fruit and so you know I was so used to eating that just eating an avocado with just a tiny bit of salt on and eat it just out you know with with no dressing on which was the best thing I thought I could ever Mm. taste Mm. and that was when I was like you know boarding school at age of 10 and people were just like what's this all about so I think I was already all very into loads of fruit and veg because that's the way that I was. Yeah, you're an early adopter. Do- yeah, so my eat all that eating had always been there. Yeah, it wasn't ever like it hadn't sort of come around with the trend. And then mm-hmm. also I was a vegan like God, how many years ago? Way before it all became. Um, probably about five years ago I was mm. a staunch vegan I didn't wear leather I didn't wear um, cashmere I didn't wear wool I Not didn't even wear cashmere, silk but they just comb the little goats well no well from what I saw a lot of um, okay, underground footage okay. so I worked for the uh, for Peter the people's yes. ethical treatment for animals yeah that's what I did. So I right. was inundated with underground footage of right. lots of stuff every day. Yeah. So it's not that sort of thing. It's like, I suppose, if you have, if you drink on a Saturday night and you've got a hangover, you know, then you go, I'm never drinking again. But then by Wednesday, you're like, oh, it's okay. I'll have one. So for me, I, you know, it's a, I could see these yeah. videos and we would be talking about it and what we were doing. And mm. I was doing all those, you know, I'd rather go, you know, um, would you eat your dog with Charlie Theron? Yeah. I did all those bigger ad, um, advertisements mm. and stuff working. I guess like so many things it's all about provenance and traceability isn't it and knowing where things come from and proper labeling and um, but I did say so being um being a being a vegan Mm. are you still vegan I now say I don't call myself a vegan because I wear leather and and so I just say I eat a a, a, a plant-based diet yeah (laughs) because I am definitely not a vegan as you can see (laughs) so um (laughs) but I really can't say it because it makes me feel you know very uncomfortable so Um, going back to age 45 we've got clean Meg Matthews eating really well Mm. living really healthily what was then the big moment for you with menopause? When did you realise that you were 
having menopausal symptoms and what did you do about it? I um, woke up, I was in Wales with my partner on New Year's Day and um, I'd, I woke up and I um, felt like this tsunami had sort of come over me. I don't know what it was. It was the weirdest feeling. Like a hot flush? Or? No, hot. I've never had a hot flush. No, no, nor have I. No, I've never had a hot <laughs> flush. So I, I just don't know. I just felt very, um, this sort of wave of this sort of anxiety. I just sort of felt quite nauseous. Felt like that I was pregnant, you know, my, and, and I just was like, I really need to get home. Mm. I said to him, you need to drive me home now. So he said, really? I said, yeah, I just want to get home. I want to get back to London. So we drove back to London and then I was like sort of in the house and everything. And then I, I just got this really like this awful social anxiety. It's, it's sort of like I didn't even want to go out the house to get a pint of milk. And it was that sudden? It was that sudden with me. So what did you think it was? Did you think Well, you were I, I didn't know. I just or... thought, yeah, I thought I'm, you know, what is going on here? I'm, you know, is this what they call a middle-aged crisis? I really didn't know. Mm. Then I just thought I started so I then um then I decided that um okay, I'd go and see a doctor. Then of course he gave me antidepressants. Really? Um I started taking the antidepressants and then um then I started getting like foggy brain. Then I told thought, right, what can I say? Right, and I just remember that Aeneas had had glandular fever. So I told everyone, look, I've got glandular fever. I can't commit to anything. So that was good. So that left me for about two to three months. Right? And then I was like just in my sweatpants. I'd open my door, but my wardrobe door, I couldn't even think of what to put on. So I, the antidepressants weren't helping? No. So what I took them, they weren't, no. So it wasn't antidepressants. No. They but didn't interesting help. that your doctor, when you went with these symptoms in your late 40s, no, that yeah, was did, the first did, line of. Oh, yeah, of course he did. He didn't, he, you know, he didn't, he just. Didn't mention menopause? No. So then I spoke to another friend of mine and she just said, um, you know, maybe it's the menopause. Go, go and see um, uh, Sarah Matthews in the Portland. Okay, so it was a private. Mm -hmm. So it's private. So I thought, okay, I'll go. Went to see her. She said, "Let me take your bloods." Okay, so we did the bloods, and she said, without even seeing the blood, she said, "Take this Easter gel," mm. and um, she said, "Do three pumps. You know, rub it on your inner thigh. I'm going to give you this some bit of um, testosterone." You know, interesting. Uh, she was prescribing for... testosterone. Yeah. Okay, we'll come so on to that. So she gave later. me yeah. a pea size of testosterone mm. and um, and then a progesterone tablet. Yeah. Um, she just said that the tiny bit, by the time I get your um, blood, which of course it was private, so I was going to get them back in a couple of days. But I just want to say now that I do everything through the NHS yeah. and everything that I got from this Sarah Matthews, who did help me for this first time, I do everything through the NHS mm. now. I go to menopause clinics and I go to local GPs and it's just so that, that my site is available for everybody. Yeah. It's, so I'm this not information just... is out there and I think GPs yeah. are becoming more aware. Yeah, but, the, you know, I just needed this quick fix and, and you know, at that And what's the fix for you? I mean, how, how quickly did you see a difference? Four or five days my night sweats went from rubbing the gel on my on my leg. Gosh, and the anxiety? And, and the, the anxiety, right. The anxieties, because of the, the uh, night sweats went, then all of a sudden the uh, the sleep pattern was a little bit better. And then waking up in the morning, it was like, oh, it seems to be, everything started slowly feeling a little bit better. Mm. It, and, and then I was a bit like, oh, the anxiety starting to sort of ease off a bit. Oh, I'm not mm. going mad. Okay, I'm walking to the toilet. I have got aching joints, but because all of a sudden my brain was like, okay, yeah, I have got these aching joints, 
Because that's another menopausal symptom, isn't it? Yeah. Which can be confused with with arthritis, with their, with their arthritis with everything. Mm. And then I, so what I just did was, I was, I'm not very good at reading books, so I just started talking to loads of women and friends and just opening up to anybody that I could, you know, you know, are you going through the menopause? And then I just learned things. So from all my different sort of girlfriends, then it was like, you know, before I go to bed, bath with in magnesium salt you know that sort of helped me lovely oils I would do that every night before I went to bed it really helped me sleep then I decided that you know the other thing that made me also was good for me to sleep was I would heat up some nice almond milk and that would really help me sleep as mm -hmm. well um and um the, just the, all these little things that I would and then I would pass them on to someone else and then someone said to me have you been to a menopause clinic ask your GP to refer you I went oh, so, so having got the original prescription privately yeah privately then, then you got your blood test results and then did I got it show that tests. they were low they were all low yeah everything was absolutely although depleted. we have to say that you don't need blood tests um, I mean, they do no, say they do say yeah don't, they don't, don't do it. But of course, when you first go, I think they're checking your thyroid. All they're checking things, your yeah. your DHEAs. I think they're mm. checking everything. So Vitamin I think D that's and... why they want to do the first yeah. sort of blood test. And I know that we can say just go in with this list, tick off this list, go in and demand that you get you know your HRT or wh yeah. whatever that you you're able to take. But I just think that that first initial blood test, if you can get, is good. Which gives is you a good baseline, basic. doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, so for for instance, now what? So I'm four, I'm fifty two now. So I started when I was forty eight, forty nine. Um, I I think I've done one blood test in the last year or whatever mm. and that's just because my testosterone was a little bit high because I think I got a bit carried away <laughs> but I think okay. I put a bit more okay. on than I'm supposed to <laughs> one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So you've got your first lot of hormones. So yeah. You've got your, you're on your estrogen, your progesterone and your testosterone. Yeah. So then what happened? How did you then get all that on the NHS? What, what was your journey? Right. There? So then I um, started to speak to, to lots of girlfriends of mine that could not afford to go and at 250 pounds and then, you know, and then go and have a 700 pound blood test and definitely were not going anywhere no. near bioidenticals. That's me. No, well, I, 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 anything unregulated. It I think is, is, yes. Is, and is also um, the money that girlfriends were telling me they were coming out with these lozenges and paying, you know, £5,000 and £3,000. Yeah. So I was a little bit like, wow. Um, so I just basically heavens. started talking to lots of girls. And I think I found, probably for me, I found it very easy because I went to uh, meetings, which means you, you learn to share in a from room. AA? Yeah. So you learn to share in a room of 60 strangers, yes. you know, all sorts. So for very me... Very open. Very open. So um, when I do my my little um, Meg's Saturday, Meg's Menopause Saturday mornings, I treat it like that. We all sit in a circle. I ask people their names and then they tell them. So you, you have know, a group? group. Uh, yeah, I used to do a group in the city for women mm. in the city that were finding it really difficult and didn't really know what to do. And the easiest way is I said, don't put me up on a pedestal. Let's all sit in a circle. We'll go around the room, ask your name, how old you are, what you're taking, what you're finding. And and, and then everyone can uh, um, share back and Love give that them idea. their advice. We could all have these menopause circles yeah. all over the UK. This is what I'm really trying to build i'm trying to build the same as what weight watchers is so in a village hall in the middle of norfolk on a wednesday night so weight watchers on a tuesday i'm hoping that that we can start these menopause groups so that women can just say look i'm just popping to the church hall to their husbands or whatever and they can go there and they can share and we can have a few packages there so that's what i'm hoping that i would like to achieve at the end of this because it's a very i think it must be really lonely I, i mean being in london it's 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 so much more cosmopolitan and people are more open you know mm. but I just think of the like where my dad lives in that local village we've got you know we they do have Weight Watchers on a Tuesday but on a Wednesday they could easily have um, you know um, a menopause group meeting mm. an MM meeting you know menopause meeting and um, yeah. you know two people three people but I just think it would help them to talk it's and funny to you, you talk about church hall I was in church on Sunday and it's absolutely true a lady who I've known vaguely in the village came up to me and just took me aside afterwards and said, um, oh, I just wanted to say that I read something in a newspaper when my menopause book came out, it was serialised, and she said, I'm having real anxiety issues and my GP has given me antidepressants, but I don't think they're right because it's not helping and I've just got this brain fog and I feel like I'm numb. Um, do you think there's something else I could be doing? So I said, well, you know, email me and I'll <laughs> yeah. put a few links down and yeah. things that you might like to yeah. have a look at. 
this so is what, it, it is happening everywhere where? in the remotest corners of little villages yeah, or big cosmopolitan yeah, cities. It's affecting I mean. everybody. Because they say there's 13 million women in England, and I'm just thinking, can you imagine how many women are, are sitting at home and their marriages are not, you know, they just don't want their husband to touch them or, you mm. know, I lost all my libido and I really just, mm. you know really the, you know I split up with my partner because I just thought I just really cannot deal with actually someone touching me at this yeah. particular time and and it wasn't his fault it was just the way that I was feeling you know it was like can you not touch me and I just could not think of any more excuses but also the anger that comes the, yeah there's the yeah the know, anger, I, I've cry. had girlfriends who said to me you know I just I can't bear the way he breathes. No. You know, it's yeah. like tiny things like that and suddenly you, and then, you, you, and you Yeah, the way that you look at the shoes. I mean, just it could be anything about them. You get a flashpoint, don't you? Yeah. And, and it, so, so you started taking your hormones. You saw a result fairly quickly. Yeah. You then managed to go on to the NHS. So you're now right. with your... Did you find... A, you said, talk about menopause clinic. Yeah, so I went so to my how, normal... How so basically, I'm, I met... You a, went back to your GP, I did just you? thought, right, um, I want to do something about this. And I thought, but if, you know, the percentage of the nor the you know the north london yummy mummy going to harley street and the portland hospital what is it they're not if i start writing about this because i wanted to write a blog if i start writing this blog i mean who is that going to help nobody okay it's all right for meg matthew she could afford yeah. that but really actually i couldn't afford it when it starts to add up so I just took everything with me in my bag and then I went to my local GP and I just got everything out and went boom, boom, boom. And then went to her, okay, so um, I've been given these. Um, are these available on the NHS? And she went, yeah, it is. Uh, the testosterone isn't. Um, but if I refer you to a menopause clinic, the GP at the menopause clinic will refer, will say yes, and then it will be on your records, and then I will be able to give you the prescription. So you can get a repeat prescription. Prescription, yeah. And actually, I did hear recently that there's a new cream, and I think we should just explain that the only reason it's not generally available from you know most GPs yes. unless a specialist is that it doesn't have the license for women. Yes. So it's licensed for men, obviously. Yeah, one tube a day, and we have to one tube lasts us seven days. So we use a teeny teeny yeah. bit of that. So it's not that it's unsafe for women. No. No. It's just that they haven't actually gone through the whole yeah. license, which actually costs you know, hundreds of thousands, thousands of, of pounds. pounds for them. But there is an Australian one, cream I'm hearing one. about in a pink yes, tube. Pink okay. tube, I know. St. <laughs> <Sat> Louise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, is, she is, showed um, me that. Is, but is, the, the thing, also the other thing is, we, as women, we make three times as much as testosterone as estrogen in our early 20s. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And what are we using it for? Because it's not just libido, is it? It's brain. It's for it's for it's the one that gives you that little oomph again. It's that one that gives you you know for your for your muscle mass. It's the one that will give you you know because I put two stone on. I really the thought of going to the gym, the thought of doing any exercise was like wow. When did you put the two stone on? When I, the 47, 40, 48, 49. Right. Yeah, I was like yeah. When so I before was just, you started taking hormones. Before I started taking hormones, because a lot of people say, "Oh, HRT will." You know, it didn't cause weight gain, but that's not no, been the experience. No, uh, because so once I started taking everything, I felt like I, could, I was a car that had actually run out of the petrol and run out of the oil, and then all of a sudden, I put the oil back in, I put the petrol back in, which would be the testosterone and the estrogen, and then my hair. This is all mine. It's all. I was it. wondering whether you had extensions. No, or something. your hair looks amazing. Yeah, that's all. My, that's what happened from taking the testosterone. 
That is quite incredible. Yeah, it didn't you, used you, to I mean, be you, like you that. look like a Pantene ad. You know what you I mean? Really this do. <laughs> is this is what I, this is. I was like, oh my gosh. So I think, we will take pictures, guys, and we will <laughs> yeah. put them in the notes so you can look so, at them. Um, so <laughs> it sort of then it sort of the bit the the oomph fit. So that flat feeling mm. that that I was carrying around with me, which was like a bit like. It's not depression, so it's nowhere near depression because I've spoken to people with, with who suffer with depression and I've never suffered with depression. I just felt quite flat about anything. So even when we were going all going on holiday to LA and we'd rented a house in, um, in in Venice Beach for a month. Beautiful. And I was, you know, this would have been the holiday of a lifetime. Oh, it sounds right? amazing, yeah. I just, all I could do was worry about, the, the thought of packing was making me feel nauseous. Getting everyone's luggage ready, making sure everyone's on time, making sure that they'd all got their Esther. I mean, the thought of it, which is usually quite an easy thing for me because well, I was an events planner. I mean, you are yeah. exactly juggling a lot of things. I was just like that. I got out there. The heat was just like, I just thought, oh, I'm going to feel real sick. The heat was too much. I just wanted to lay in the air conditioned house. I didn't do one trip to Joshua Tree or any of the trips. I mean, it was, you know, this is, this is pre before I was taking yeah. the hormones. So it was like, you know, that's why I felt like my life mm. was like, you know, pretty over. And it wasn't, there was no depression there. It was just like, everything was a little bit hard work and a bit like, it's like, where are we going for dinner tonight? Oh, I just feel like saying, I don't care. Go, go wherever you want, you know. But usually I'll be really excited, like, oh, should we go there? Or should we go, yeah, place. should we sushi? Mm. Or should we go there? Or what about that great place? And, you know, mm. it wasn't. It was just like, whatever's the closest and the easiest. But, I, you know, we're trying to put it with a grin and a smile. Mm. And, and you know, and then get to the restaurant and they would, they would say like, oh, you know, no, you just sort of hang out on the street in Venice until your table available and I was just like oh god this is just not I thought you said we could get in you know at seven o'clock oh no 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 you arrive at seven and when you know just sit on the you know have a cocktail outside you know I don't drink oh god I'm sitting outside you know everyone's just enjoying themselves but you know for me it was just pure hell so it was just like that and it just felt like saying well why am I feeling so sorry for myself why am I so moody why is everything hard work I didn't I couldn't understand that so how long have you been taking hormones now so um, I've been taking them now for three years. Three years. And how long do you intend to take them? Till I'm 99. 99. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then 99. Yeah, until I'm 99 years old. I'm just saying I, I won't, will not stop taking them. So you obviously you have this amazing website, which we will talk about and we'll also put in the notes as well, megsmenopause.com. What about risks? Are you not worried about risks? What when people say to you, "Oh, but you know, this is risky. It's going to cause breast cancer." I obviously have written a lot about that, but I'm interested to hear your take. Yeah, on Yeah, I mean, I know there was a loads of scares in 2005, and you know, you you know, you you got all these scares, and it was like, you know, even your GP couldn't advise you. Do you take it? Do you not? Um, I'm sure that when my mum and certain people took it, I'm sure that the HRT was a lot higher, so maybe the risks were higher. It was different, wasn't it? it was completely yeah. different. Um, I, I remember when I did go in um, and ask the GP, um, I said to her, you know, so just out of interest, just show me what you would do. And she opened her book and she said, here are the statistics of this big book. 
And I said, well, I'm not taking the tablets anyway, but I'd like to ask you how you would do it. And she said, well, this is what I would do. I'd open this book and then... So I said, let me show me the statistics. So I went through the statistics and I was like, well, they're not really that frightening. No. Um, but even then they were disproved, weren't and, they? Uh, but she said, but I still can't really tell you to take it. She said, you know, if you want to take it, you can take it. And I said, so you are, you're a bit scared to tell me what to do. And she just said, yes. And she was young and I didn't want to make her feel that bad. But also she's got 10, 15 minutes with me, hasn't she? Mm. Sure, if that. Uh, if that. And that's another thing that I think that would be great if we could get nurse practitioners to take over because they'd be, you know, other than these doctors who, you know, they're rushing in and out. When you go and get your blood test from your nurse practitioner, you could have an extra 15, 20 minutes with her yep. in in your doctor's practice. I'm, I think that would be, mm. that's the way forward it should be. And I should be, I've never been in one surgery where I've seen any notice. I've seen the flu, get your flu jab overweight but is there ever been one that says menopause never ever 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 in the whole time i've ever been this is an extraordinary thing isn't it because you know i've had five kids and so i've seen a lot of gps a lot of midwives a lot of health visitors you know in my time and at no point has anybody ever said hey you know what liz when you hit your mid 40s you may start to feel a bit low you may start your joints may be achy your skin may be dry your your mouth may be sore you may feel dizzy you know i mean extraordinary all these sore mouth I, I was looking on your website. How many symptoms of the menopause are there? Is like thirty-four There's different 34, things. There's thirty-four, and happen? I think I had thirty-two. <laughs> what, what didn't you have? I didn't. Well, I didn't have the hot flush. <laughs> okay. That, that was about I mean? it. That was about it. But other than that, the burning mouth syndrome. I mean, you know, tinnitus. Um, so, no, that's the other one I didn't have tinnitus. Okay. But um, the dry skin was really weird. It was like just certain. I'd find that I'd have certain parts of my body, say here and here, where I would just scratch constantly and didn't really know what it was. And then no. it was just red raw. And nobody connects that. Dry no out from the inside. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. And then I wouldn't even really notice that I was doing it. Mm. And then I would be like that. So it's it's quite bizarre. So what do people write to you about? Because I know your website and you've got your great on Instagram. Do you yes. do all that yourself? No, I don't do that now. I did do in the beginning because it's in got the such beginning. a personal tone. Yeah. Oh no, no. The writings or or the the, the writings it? or I don't do the photos. That's what I don't do. But the writings and the oh, I was actually talking about the writing being yeah. really good. The writings it's is is, is is all is all my of what I go through. So mm. it's you know what I go through. But um, now I have some um, really nice girl that picks the pictures and makes them all pink and purple. Makes it look pretty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It does all that. And what but... are you finding people are most reacting to what well, the kind of the commonest I questions think the, it's for me it's on facebook mm-hmm. and it's i was just blown away by um i think it was anxiety and aching joints and um and and the foggy brain so anxiety i think had ninety five thousand clicks on Good in heads. yeah on one facebook on one, site that's extraordinary on one symptom <laughs> on one symptom on that and then and then so that's when it blew me away that that was on a symptom and I was like that's a lot of people have clicked on that for one symptom Mm. for anxiety and then and then the next one was um the aching joints I think that was probably 48,000 and um this is all since January so it's sort of yeah Yeah, so on my website now it's it's nearly 300,000 I think it's I've I've clicked on the website since the 10th of January it's a lot of women it is you know and I haven't done any advertising we haven't even done anything it's just it's just just gone from like the Instagram to that to you know um 
you know once on Lorraine and once on Loose Women so mm. it just shows that that you know women want to know and and I was just so I just wanted to be so vocal about it because it was really difficult for me and it you know it was so hard and I felt so ill and I really <clears throat> knew that that it was something that I had to do mm. it was you know my furniture company which is you know I'm in the design museum in in um Harvey Nichols in 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 Selfridges in in Liberties you know I'm like it I haven't even thought about it it's just you know so this is Meg's menopause this is, is yeah is, I mean you know I it was like you know they were going oh yes you're in the design museum second year in a row they picked the chopping boards you know what I c couldn't even really care the thing for me yeah. is I really feel that um I'm supposed to help women mm. and I want women not to go through what I did and I'm really lucky because I did not have to get up to go to work okay um I didn't have to I I was able to sort of um take a year or so out and I then I I started to do a phoner for like um, BBC Radio York and this mum came on and she was crying and she said um my daughter's lost her job she's lost her house and she's living back at home and and it just all these stories. I just thought, well, look, if I can make a difference, if I can go and I can help to lobby, or I can, you know, do something to do these menopause like Weight Watchers meetings, try and help women in the workplace. Because my this was my thing. I couldn't really go back to work because I said I couldn't commit to anything because I don't know how I'd wake up the next day. So because mine was a lot of public stuff. I mean, I'd be like, oh, you know, I I can't I can't go on 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 and. Um, do a photo shoot for a magazine. This is how I got my column in Red magazine because I said to Sarah Bailey, I can't, you know, she wanted to do something on my on on my furniture and I and then I was in her office and I started panicking and I just said, No, because if I wake up in two weeks time and you've got a studio with photographers and the furniture and the interviewer there and everyone waiting for me and, and I'm feeling like I am and mm. I and I haven't slept and I've had hot sweats and my joints are aching and I, I can't string a sentence together. And I went into a really big, I went into a panic mode then. And then I just broke down and said, actually, I'm going through the menopause and, and this is what it is. And then I just, I don't know what I said to her, but then she just said, all right, forget that. Could you write a column for the, for about the menopause? Because I think it's amazing what you just said. And I think that will help millions of women. That's incredible. And that's how it started. And that's mm. how I just started doing my column in red, yes. which then led me to think, oh, I want to write a bit more than what they want because they just wanted um, X amount of words, which wasn't a lot per month. And then when I started to start writing, it was like pages and pages. Mm. That's and, how I started writing my books. Yeah, and I didn't want to stop. Yeah. And they just wanted whatever, you know, 800 words or something. Thing on and you just want to carry on and on and I was like so no I wanted to tell women and share and so I just said oh no let I'm, I'm going to build a website and then you had a great launch for that with yeah. so many high profile yeah. women you know people like Yasmin Le Bon yeah I mean you know, it all people who are sort of our sort of age yeah so that's why and Andrea McClay yeah and, they were all there now five years ago I wouldn't have been seen dead going to a menopause no. you know five years ago I was really one of those women that said in my head um 
oh, I'm never going to get the menopause. No. It's only like my grand. She's like got grey hair and she's on a Zimmer frame and she's all feeble and it's not going to happen to me. Look at me. I'm super fit. I'm super this. Da, da, da. Little did I know that my bones are slowly breaking down mm. and, you know, and did I little did I know that if I didn't take HRT, I could end up with a stroke or, or you know, or a heart attack and, mm. and osteoporosis, you know, and it will stop you ageing and it will help you. I didn't know that. Yes. So I just didn't know anything and then I just thought, right, I've got to get get this out there I just want to share this with people and how receptive were women in the media were they saying yes we're, we're happy to go public with this or actually do you know what Meg I think I don't want to be associated I've got with right it. I've got half and half okay half um the women I, I I help a lot of women or not a lot a handful of women in in LA mm. Who will won't be named? I'm asking okay, all so the time. Okay, so A-listers, but yeah. they're not. But they were lying. Out. <laughs> they were lying on their sofa. They hadn't moved for three years. They couldn't do anything. They felt like shit. But now that they've got a film out, now they're running around LA and they feel great because I gave because they didn't go and do bioidenticals, which everybody else was doing. They went and and they took HRT Did and now issues. they are back, yeah. you know, in full swing. But I understand that because they said, you know, well, I just don't feel comfortable because. And of I guess LA, LA as well is different. So youth obsessed that if yes. you mention the word menopause, you're going to yeah, be like, that's what I mean. So I understand that, but I do. I have a funny feeling that these women will will feel so good, like. Like I did that give them another six to eight months I think they will tell their story so Not once sure. their film is over or whatever they they're doing mm. I think they will I just think at this particular moment it's early days but like you know like I have like Belinda Carlisle she's writing a story for me um you know Joe Wood's just done hers mm. you know I approach lots of women and 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 they're you know they're all ready to come out now they're you know and just and we can say, find these on the website yeah yeah you can find them yeah on this the website so, so yeah there's lots there's lots I've got really good people I've got good artists I mean mm -hmm. you know I've just spoken to a lot of lot of my lot that are going through it and mm. they've all said that they will write their story but isn't it great to be able to normalize something yeah to get us talking about it in society in a way that it's just you know we, we talk about teenagers we talk about puberty we talk about yes. pregnancy it's like come on this is happening to all of us all of us let's share let's be part of a sisterhood yeah and, that's you know exactly hrt may not be for you it may not be something that you feel comfortable to take or want to take or are able to take, take even. yeah but let's explore it let's discuss it yeah and put the risks and the benefits into the proper perspective yeah i and, agree and with give you hope for more women well all credit to you meg it's just been great well thank you, you for here. having me and i could talk menopause all day long well i hope you'll come back and have another chat i would so love to Liz. Thank, thank, you. thank you and as always we will put the links to everything that we've been talking about today in our podcast notes which you can download completely free of charge over on lizarwellbeing.com so do click the subscribe button on your podcast app on your phone to make sure the next episode gets downloaded safely and don't forget you'll find us also on facebook lizar wellbeing magazine where we have lots of chat and i ideas for women who are pre-menopausal, menopausal and way beyond. So until the next time we chat, go well. Bye-bye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.